BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to The Daily Break. I'm Andrew Tallman. Here's what's happening today at Newsweek. In a speech in Canberra at the Australian National University on Thursday, the head of Britain's spy agency, the government communications headquarters of GCHQ, Chief Jeremy Fleming said, the situation in Ukraine for Russian soldiers has gone from bad to worse. We've seen Russian soldiers, short of weapons and morale, refusing to carry out orders, sabotaging their own equipment, and even accidentally shooting down their own aircraft. Wow. Now, efforts to independently confirm the fact have not been successful just yet. Of course, figuring these things out can be hard. But there is a website out there, Oryx, which is a Dutch website that documents equipment loss in the Ukraine war based on verified photos and videos. According to them, Russia has now lost 71 aircraft since February, 59 of which were destroyed, and Ukraine has lost 25, about a third, 22 of which were destroyed. There's no clear confirmation that the Russians shot down their own plane on any of the official sources, and certainly Russia is not volunteering the fact. But this comes after other reports of lack of morale, bad behavior, even to the point of mutiny. Last week, Ukrainian journalist Roman Symbolyuk reported that a group of Russians in the 37th Motor Rifle Brigade were so fed up with the losses that their group had been taking, approximately 50% fatalities, actually ran their commander over with one of their tanks. He was first named as Colonel Yuri Medvedev. Later on, it was Colonel Medvedchek. And it's, again, not 100% clear if this turned out because he may have gone to a hospital in Belarus. And again, the story reported by Ukrainian sources. But it sort of fits the overall pattern that we're seeing in Ukraine of Russian soldiers getting frostbite, running out of food, being frustrated with the inability of their command structure to properly deploy them against the Ukrainians, and obviously the mounting losses that they're suffering at the hands of the people they thought would be welcoming them as liberators. Add into this mix the problem of getting good information to Putin, because as several Western officials have now said... And even though we believe Putin's advisers are afraid to tell him the truth, what's going on and the extent of these misjudgments must be crystal clear to the regime. So if nothing is going the way Putin envisioned it would go, and nobody's willing to tell them the truth about how it actually is going, as he becomes more and more isolated from the world and even from true things, it's hard to see where this all ends. Turning back to the other international crisis of the universe, Chris Rock reportedly received a standing ovation, possibly even two, from the crowd when he walked out to his first stand-up show since he was slapped at the Oscars by Will Smith on Sunday night. The first of a series of shows where the tickets had gotten to nine or ten times their original list price on speculation that he might disclose something about the incident. Well, it turns out people who bought tickets and paid the overpriced rate were a little bit disappointed because after coming out to a sold-out crowd at Boston's Wilbur Theater, the first line, how was your weekend? pretty funny for Chris Rock. And then he basically said, if you're coming here to hear me talk about this incident, nah, I got a whole set that I wrote already. Rock promised to talk about it eventually, said it'll be serious, it'll be funny, but right now I'm going to tell some jokes. Meanwhile, the slap, which has become the clear dominant number one universally most popular meme on the internet, 
also showed up as the basis of a rap performed by Basketball Hall of Famer Shaquille O'Neal, in which he joked about slapping his co-host, Charles Barkley, on the set of TNT during basketball coverage. Now, I can't really play you any of the audio because there's a lot of, uh, let's just say, not-for-air content in it, but essentially, O'Neal said, I might Will Smith him in front of everybody. Speaking as somewhat of a fan, I'm just telling you, I would love to see what happened (laughs) if Shaquille O'Neal slapped Charles Barkley on the set of TNT. I think it could be entertaining. Or terrible. And finally, from the strangest armed robbery ever file, an Ohio man reportedly approached a stranger in South Cleveland near a pit stop gas station and inquired whether he was a drug dealer. You know, normal friendly banter when you meet somebody. The victim said he was not, and the would-be assailant then revealed he was carrying a pocket knife. You know, not exactly the crocodile Dundee threat. Give him your wallet. What for? He's got a knife. (laughs) That's not a knife. That's a knife. After brandishing the weapon, the assailant told the victim to give him all of his money. According to the report, the robber made off with around $80. But that's not the interesting part. Before he left his victim, he made him pinky promise not to call the police. (laughs) Seriously. And he then fled in his getaway vehicle, which was a bicycle. (laughs) Unfortunately for the pinky square pocket knife bandit, his victim did not hold up his end of the deal, called police immediately, and they came out to search the area. But they couldn't find anyone, and they're still looking to this day. Clearly, the speed and stealth of a bicycle proved more valuable than the rest of us would realize. Also, in case you're wondering, there's no word yet whether the victim is going to face any charges under breach of contract statutes in Ohio. Apparently, the pinky swear, though binding on anyone between the ages of 8 and 12, has no legal status in the state. Well, that's it for the Daily Break. Be sure to head over to Newsweek.com for these stories and more, including our growing podcast lineup. And consider subscribing to our digital and print editions of Newsweek if you haven't already. And go ahead and give me a five-star rating while you're here. I really appreciate it. I'm Andrew Tallman. Thanks for listening to The Daily Break, brought to you by Newsweek.